welcome back to another episode of the 909 podcast subscribe and share if you like the content we are on spotify and google podcasts with links in our show description getting right into it let me read something out to you we believe in the force and in the inherent worth of all life within it we believe in the sanctity of the human person we oppose the use of torture and cruel or unusual punishment including the death penalty We believe in a society governed by laws grounded in reason and compassion, not in fear or prejudice. We believe in a society that does not discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation or circumstances of birth such as gender, ethnicity and national origin. We believe in the ethic of reciprocity and how moral concepts are not absolute but vary by culture, religion and over time. We believe in the positive influence of spiritual growth and awareness on society. We believe in the importance of freedom of conscience and self-determination within religious, political and other structures. We believe in the separation of religion and government and the freedoms of speech, association and expression. That, my friends, is the belief system of the Temple of the Jedi Order. If it's not apparent by now, what I'm going to try and do today is cover the cultural impact of the Star Wars franchise to the best that I can in 9 minutes. First up, it revived an entire genre. Sci-fi movies were waning in popularity at the time, and as a Star Trek fan first, without Star Wars: A New Hope and what it accomplished in 1977, Star Trek wouldn't have become the franchise it has become in its own right. 1979 was when the first Star Trek movie came out, and following the success of Star Wars in 1977, it wouldn't have been possible and neither would the show have become a cult hit. because during its original run in the 1960s Star Trek was canceled after just 3 seasons next if you're a fan of pixar movies just like i am it got its start thanks to george lucas setting up industrial light and magic a visual effects company that has to its credit the following the first partially computer generated main character the t1000 in terminator 2 judgment day The first time digital technology was used to create a complete and detailed living creature which were the dinosaurs in the original Jurassic Park and the first completely computer generated main character Draco in Dragonheart Draco if you don't remember was voiced by Sean Connery his favorite sport is tennis Star Wars even revolutionized the technology in filmmaking now there are a couple of things over here they created the dextroflex it was a motion controlled camera system that could be programmed by computer resulting in a reliable way to craft really dynamic starship maneuvers and create the illusion of stationary models moving quickly without the dextroflex a new hope would not have been what it was and it wouldn't have shown future filmmakers and audiences that movies still had plenty of magic left to cover next up Did you love Chewbacca's growls? I can't even begin to try to imitate that right now. But thanks to Star Wars, sound design as a job and craft was inspired by the film and Ben Burtt, a sound designer on A New Hope, created a huge library of sounds for the film. He combined both organic and electronic sounds to build a soundscape like audiences hadn't seen ever before. Chewbacca's growls came from principally bears but also walruses and other animals. For blasters, Bert slammed radio tar cables and mixed the reverberation with bazookas. 
if audiences had never seen anything like Star Wars, they had never heard anything like it either. A fun fact is actually, if you are a fan of the lightsaber sequences just like I am, even McGregor, who starred in the second trilogy of the Star Wars franchise that is now known as the Skywalker Saga, kept making lightsaber sounds while shooting his scenes even though George Lucas kept telling him they'd be worked in later on. Finally, the first Star Wars movies are often credited and if you are an independent filmmaker, they're also blamed with encouraging Hollywood's blockbuster mentality. For what it's worth, the Star Wars movie franchise is the second highest grossing of all time, trailing only the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's not all just entertainment that Star Wars has reshaped in society around us. Agathidium Vaderi, Polymistus Chewbacca, Polymistus Vaderi, Xenokirix Amidale, Yoda Purpurata. These are all names of creatures that have Star Wars to thank. What else? Commercial space exploration. SpaceX's rockets, the Falcons, are named after the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars. So religion, the future of animation, the concept of franchises, opening weekends, science and space. Even defense, Ronald Reagan's strategic defense initiative, all have Star Wars to thank in some way for what they are today and what they've been named after. And while this is all great, what I found really interesting was to understand where did Star Wars come from? The Hero with a Thousand Faces is a work of comparative mythology by Joseph Campbell in which he discusses his theory of the mythological structure of the journey of the archetypical hero found in world myths. There are 17 stages archetypical heroes face which are broken up into three main phases. The separation, the initiation and the return. Seems a little hazy or confusing. Think of the plots to Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, The Hobbit, Aladdin, the one from 1992 which is way better than what just came out recently, The Lion King, the one from 1994, again I think it's better, and Beauty and the Beast, again the one from the 1990s. Seeing some similarity there? The book was so influential it made it to Time magazine's list of all-time hundred non-fiction books. Campbell studied religious, spiritual, mythological and literary classics including the stories of Osiris, Prometheus, Buddha, Moses and Muhammad as well as Jesus. The book cites the similarities of the stories and references them as he breaks down the structure of the supposed monomyth. If this episode got you interested in Star Wars or if you're already a Star Wars fan, you should check out Coffee with Kenobi, a podcast about all things Star Wars. I'll link to it in the show's notes. For this episode, that's it. Interesting. If you found it, subscribe you shall. Share with your friends you must. Back soon with another episode. I will be. Until then, stay safe, stay indoors. May the force be with you 